What's up? What's up, Bryce? How are you doing, my friend? What's up? I'm good. How about well, you, my guy? You look fresh. You look fresh with the Dion and everything on. Looking cold, looking cold. Well, anyways, I'm not going to sit here and act like I am not pissed off right now because <laughs> Bryce and I just recorded this entire podcast and your boy forgot to press the record button. So even... um. Even I do dumb shit sometimes, I actually do it quite often, and this was probably the most glaring opportunity, but we got so much to get into for the second time. This is going to be really, really refined because it's our second time, so stay with us. Yeah. Zion Williamson, he has had a lot going on this week. There was a weight limit clause listed in his contract. We're going to get into that. Draymond Green came out this week because he wants the max extension from the Golden State Warriors, and also the Philadelphia 76ers are under investigation by the NBA. We're going to touch on all of that. We're going to start off with the first one, Zion Williamson. If you're reading the title on this, you know that there's a weight limit in his contract. Basically what this means is that he's going to have required weigh-ins periodically throughout his max deal. That is a rookie max deal. He got five years, $231 million at these weigh-ins. Uh, the requirements are the sum of his weight and body fat must be below the number 295. And you may ask what happens if he doesn't meet this? Well, his guaranteed money is going to get reduced if he does not meet those uh, numbers. If you look up his weight, he's listed at 284, which he'd be fine right about there. But the concerning thing is he did stroll into training camp last year uh, well over 300 pounds. And that's just not going to be acceptable in this new rookie max deal that he has. So Bryce, my question to you is what were your initial reactions to all this and how do you feel about uh, Zion's uh, weight limit? So I feel it's good on both sides um, for Zion for sure. And definitely for the Pelicans because they're a smaller franchise and them giving someone a lot of money is a big deal. Mm -hmm. So this will help the Pelicans figure um figure out if Zion's the best fit and they want because they obviously want to keep them they have probably the best team they will have in a while and this will cover their ass basically <laughs> exactly and it, it would help Zion because Charles Barkley said it the best most of Malone pull him aside and say you need to figure out a weight that works for you and, and guess what he became MVP and he had a run to the finals you're exactly right man that, that Barkley thing is so so true because every time Zion Williamson's name gets brought up on TNT, Barkley immediately goes to that calling card of, hey, Moses Malone did this for me. A veteran guy took me aside, and that's what it took for me to lose weight. Guess what? I went on to Phoenix. I played in the NBA Finals against Michael Jordan. I had an MVP that season of over Michael Jordan. Like, that happened. So all Zion needs a vet, and I feel like he has one there, and CJ McCollum to be like, hey, man, like, you keep this weight off sky's the limit because you're a guy that is the first one in NBA history to average over 25 points on 60% shooting from the field. You can win an MVP in this league and you can be, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it, but you control that. So it's, you could not have illustrated that any better Bryce, because it is good for both sides. New Orleans, they're going to get the best version of Zion Williamson and Zion Williamson is going to get the best version of himself. So it's a win-win for both. It may, you know, this clause may be looked down upon, but it shouldn't be because this is, we're going to look back on this and it's going to be something that's very, very uh, good for both the organization and the player. Yeah. Um, let's move into something that 
you uh, you've been looking into with the Philadelphia 76ers getting investigated by the NBA. This is a rare sight now for an NBA to investigate a team. So go ahead and uh, spill the beans on that one, Bryce. So the NBA is investigating the 76ers. Mm-hmm. Want to see if they they're paying James Harden under the table because he took a major pay cut. What like 12 mil or something like that. Yeah. He took a, yeah. He took a pay cut. And because of that pay cut, they have signed Daniel House and your boy, PJ Tucker. PJ. Now they're looking like a finals contender for sure with that PJ Tucker signing. Oh, for sure. And James Harden, he, him taking that pay cut has done a lot for his legacy because this is a guy that's coming off loafing in Houston, forcing his way out of there, doing the same in Brooklyn and forcing his way out of there. So, I mean, that's this is his third team in three years or two years, maybe. And him taking that pay cut's massive. But the really, the really interesting thing here is Daryl Morey, the former general manager of the Houston Rockets, now has three former Houston Rockets. And did they negotiate before this, you know, before all these contracts were signed with Daniel House, PJ, and James? So, who knows? But at the same time, you, you got to look at this team as a contender. And you also have to look to last year with the Chicago Bulls and Alonzo Ball signing. You know, a minute after free agency opens, he gets signed, and they've obviously been negotiating that for a long, long time. So there's a bunch of things to look at here for sure. Hey, the strip clubs in Philly must be good, man. He's taking a pay cut. Yeah, it got to be good, man. <laughs> got them lemon pepper Lou wings in Philadelphia, man. Oh, yeah. You know James Harden going to live it up. Yeah, I guess – Hey, let that man live, man. I, I guess he's just having a good time over there. But let's move into the third piece of news we're going to talk about today. And that's the Draymond Green coming out and wanting the max extension. Uh, this would consist of five years, $164 million for the aging superstar. That would be about $33 million a year. He'd be eligible for this extension on August 3rd, which is next week. This year, he's already you know, penciled in at $25 million a year. He's got a player option still remaining for next year at 28. But to get this extension he wants, he would have to decline that and sign the extension. The problem is the Golden State Warriors, a team coming off a fourth championship, they have a myriad of players that are eligible for this and that they probably are going to put in above Draymond. The first one being the most glaring, and that is Clay Thompson. I mean, this is four-time champion, just like Dre, an absolute sniper, one of the greatest shooters ever to play. And he also got Andrew Wiggins, a guy who's really revolutionized his career, especially in the finals, man. He he really shut down JT. And then the third one is a young star in Jordan Poole, who looks like he can be all-star caliber this next year. So Draymond says that if he doesn't get this extension, which it's looking like he probably won't, he is open to pursuing other options. That was another bombshell in this. I don't know if it's a negotiation tactic to get more money or if he's actually willing to go somewhere else to get his bag. Bryce, what was your uh, uh, reaction to all of this? So, you know, the Warriors, they've been over the cap for, uh, what, two years? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think it's it maybe longer from that. Joe Lacob, yeah, because he's came out and talked about it, their owner. Yeah, it's been a while, man. Yeah, so they've been paying luxury tax for a while, mm-hmm. but it's for a price of a championship, so it's fair. Exactly. I don't I've heard they don't want to do that again, so it's not looking good for Draymond. If you want to pay him for what he's done for the legacy of the Warriors, that's fine with me. 
but you don't want to end up in a Luau Dang Lakers deal mm-hmm. where you're paying a guy past his prime, past his retirement. And well, it kind of helped the Lakers in the long run, but you don't want to do that because it might not help you. Exactly. I love how you brought up the Luau Dang thing, man, because the Lakers did pay him not even like past his prime, but well into retirement where he was getting a paycheck up until a couple of years ago. So that was really, really crazy. And the Draymond thing, he's not like where Luau Dang was in his career when the Lakers paid him this contract. He still is a very like, you know, solid, solid player and the heartbeat of this franchise. But this is a guy that disappeared in the finals. His mom had to come out and defend him for how bad he played in the finals. So this is, if I'm looking at the list, I'd rather pay Clay. I'd rather play Wiggs, and I'd even rather pay Jordan Poole because who knows? He looks, JP looks like he could be 25, 27 point per game scorer in this league, you know, years down the line. So, hey, I feel like Jonathan Kaminga, he could take that spot as oh for sure that heartbeat that um Mister Do Everything mm-hmm. like the Anthony Milton Mister yeah Duke. yeah the Anthony Mel yeah for sure and uh, uh and another boy your guy. Moses Moody, who knows what he's hey. going to blossom into because Warriors are deep, man. That's the crazy thing about this. They just signed Dante DiVincenzo as well. They're in a good spot. And without Draymond, who knows what they look like? Do they have the same edge? My guess would be yes. You have the greatest shooter ever to walk this earth. So I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, two of them for sure. Yeah. For sure, because Clay's, Clay's an absolute sniper too. But uh, let's get into that next topic, a uh, little apparel action, which I know you love. So go ahead and start that one off. All right. So. You, I know we've all been seeing the throwback unis coming back this year. Who's your favorite throwback uni, and what team do you want them to bring a throwback uni for? Um, it's got to be the obvious one, the one you and I have like texted about. Detroit Pistons, man, those classic teal with the with the piston logo across the chest. The fact that Jaden Ivey was getting you know picks in that Cade jersey was nice too, but Jaden Ivey with that two three, man, I absolutely love that jersey. Uh, the social admin for the Grizzlies, Devin Walker, guy I've met a couple times. He's he's one of the best in the association at his job. He saw Detroit Pistons shit all over Twitter. And as a Grizzlies fan, I loved how he just went back to the calling card of the Vancouver Grizzlies teal jerseys. He goes, Detroit, you can have your time, but the real teal is here in Memphis. And this is the best uniform ever to ever to uh, be in the NBA with that, you know, that teal. And he, it was a picture of John Jaron a couple of years ago in those jerseys. So I got to go Vancouver, man. What about you? So I love the Hawks unis with the big hawk and the hawk on top. Yes. 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 And I love Mr. Steve Nash himself. Oh, God. A.K.A. <laughs> Jack Hampton's older brother, his father. <laughs> <laughs> plays oh exactly like Steve Nash. Oh I, we're not skipping past that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was safe after the first part we recorded, man. <laughs> we're not going to skip past you, man. KD on the court. But what we were talking about on the first time we recorded, but I actually didn't record, is actually people be in my comments saying I can't hoop, and I'm fine with that. Like I cannot, I cannot like run with any collegiate player at all. But I promise. The 12-year-old in my comment, I can hoop better than. And Bryce, I'm not going to let you lose. I mean, Kevin Durant pull up from anywhere type shit. So, you know, you know how it is. And Cooper, I'll let you uh, give Cooper some love as well. Yeah, Coop's a green bean, man. Don't leave him wide open. Uh, uh, He's a little feisty competitor over there. The HHP, three on three. Anytime y'all want it, we here. Maybe a little bit undersized. players. Some community college players, D three players. <laughs> hey, call us out. We yeah. we're ready. We here. 
we here. I can dust off the old coves and uh, we can, we can get active. We can get active. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, let's get into something we touched on, and that's the Washington Wizards. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna let you ask your question first because I feel like that leads us right into it. So go ahead. And you were watching something uh, on on the podcast. Go ahead. And, uh, yeah, I was watching the No Chill Gill podcast with Josiah and Gilbert Arenas, and they had J.R. Smith on, and he said, "Is Damon Lillard willing to rot in Portland, or would he rather go chase a ring?" Because mm-hmm. we all know he just got a big contract with them, him and Bradley Bill, and he also um, Gilbert Arenas brought up, "Would you rather have that two? 250 mil would no chance of getting the ring. I wouldn't say no chance, but like it's most likely you're not getting a ring. Or would you rather get that 190 mil from another team that's contending and you can get their ring? I, me, it's like I know that I. It, it seems like I'm about to talk down on these like these players for you know what what chasing the money rather rather than uh winning i'm not like that at all it's just when you come in to 190 million dollars and 250 million dollars there's really no difference in the way you live your gen your family wealth is going to be set up for generations to come there's going to be really no difference between 190 and 250 yes it's 60 million dollars more but people there's always a saying i come back to and that is you f- you regret what you didn't do rather than what you didn't buy. And I feel like that comes into consideration here because when you're sitting around, when you're 80, 90 years old, you're going to be thinking about, you know, the good old days, the championships. You're not going to be thinking about the $60 million that you took rather than taking the experience to possibly go win a championship. You're going to regret for the rest of your life that you know you could have went to uh, name the team and you would have had a better shot at a championship, but you took the bag instead. It'd be different if this is a minimum player making, you know, five hundred thousand dollars, and he has a chance to make ten million. I have nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But when you're in the outrageous numbers you're in right now, one hundred ninety million dollars and a shot at the title, I think they're going to be just fine. So that's what I would do. How do you feel about it, Bryce? Oh, I'm a big Kobe fan. So Kobe saved his whole career at the Lakers through injuries, through all of everything he's been through. Even though he did get championships in his early runs. I would, I would want Damian Lillard to stay with the Blazers or Bradley Beal to stay with Washington because I feel like Washington, they could have a chance. And we've talked about this already, but we're bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see – I would love Damian Lillard to get a ring in Bradley Beal, but that loyalty means a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you're going to tell your kids – I didn't care how bad my team was. I stay loyal to this franchise my entire career. Mm-hmm. But hey, I don't blame him if that he stayed. I would love for him to go walk and go get another, uh, get a ring mm-hmm. like anybody else would do in the NBA. Like Kevin Durant did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this. The Grizzlies they paid like a max deal to Michael Conley, and he he ended up leaving. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we traded him though, and like I'm glad that we did that because we gave him it was like 120 mil, and then we when we got the second pick, we knew we we're gonna draft John Morant. It was like, all right, what can we get out of a deal with Utah? And we eventually got some picks. We got Grayson Allen, who we moved on from, but 
it was it was more for that. And that's that leads me. That's perfect leeway. You're bringing up Mike Conley into the Washington Wizards. Me and Coop, we talked about this last week, a team we never expect to talk about in Washington. But so they just gave Bradley Beal a quarter billion dollars, two hundred and fifty million dollars. And he's going to be making as much as a, you know, back-to-back MVP and Nikola Jokic, uh, Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, all the greats in this league. But he really hasn't won anything. And our discussion was, if you were the Wizards, would you do something like the Grizzlies have done, like the Oklahoma City Thunder have done, a natural rebuild from the ground up? And now they're in, you know, I think Oklahoma City is going to be in playoff contention. Would you do something like that? Or would you kind of do the – um what, what Washington's doing now and just, you know, paying the guy his respect and giving him his money and kind of handicapping your franchise. Now, you know, I know you probably think that like you're higher on the wizards than I am, but what would you do if you're in the wizards position? Oh, for the wizards, it's fine. Like we, well, like we just said, the Grizzlies went through it. Like mm-hmm. they hate this guy, it didn't work out. He left. And now they're what number, they were a number two seed last year. So, mm-hmm. I feel like a rebuild naturally naturally comes because you remember the process with Philadelphia. They were atrocious, like mm-hmm. early tens. Oh yeah, they were atrocious. Like they were blowing picks. They picked the injured Joel and B, which ended up helping them. So I feel like a rebuild is natural. Don't force a rebuild because you will end up like the Seventy Sixers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just give that man his money. He's been there. He um what he averaged almost thirty a few years ago. Like mm-hmm. he's still that guy. And mm-hmm. He's selling tickets. He's he's getting the people there. Like mm-hmm. and they have a pretty young team. You know, mm-hmm. with Kyle Kuzma. I, he's yeah, Kuzma. Yeah, they have Kyle Kuzma, Rory Hachimura. Well, he's not really looking that good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have a pretty decent team. No, th- th- that's a good point. That's why I'm so glad we're having this discussion because I fall on the other end of it. I think. Um, if I was him, I would have punted. I'm not the, I'm not at all the blow up and rebuild type of guy. If you've listened to me for a longer period of time, you know, I'm, I'm against that. I always you know, strive for winning, but Bradley Beal has not given you that. I think Damian Lillard's a lot more excusable. I have no problem with what Portland's doing there because they've been competitive for the majority of his career. Washington has been abysmal. They had a couple years when John Wall was good. They made a couple of little playoff appearances. But other than that, this Washington team is not going to be in playoff contention anytime soon. Um, I don't like the Chris Stapps move. I, I don't think that – I think they'll be lucky to be a 9 or 10 seed this year. And I really feel like I would have punted Bradley Beal. I know that's crazy to say, but for the money, $250 million, John Morant, a young All-NBA player, got 193 and you're paying Bradley Beal. I mean, he did have that 30 point per game and was competing with Stephen Curry for the scoring title two years ago. But last year he had injuries and he was only averaging about 22, 23 points per game. So it was not, it's not the best year, but he can't, he's going to bump those numbers up, but it's still not going to bring, you know, winning to your franchise, I think. And the, the most interesting thing is, that their name keeps floating around in these Donovan Mitchell trades. You know we're going to have to get into this because – Yeah. I love this man, Donovan Mitchell, man. I love Donovan. I feel like if you played in a big market, Donovan Mitchell would have so much more respect. And it's the fact that he's, you know, cooped up in Utah. He's not going to be there anymore, but he's been cooped up all of his career. He's the only player 
to the first five years end in the league, he's averaged over 20 points per game every single year. Like, that's insane. That, that is insane. And, like, the, the thing that came out this week is that Donovan Mitchell, a guy that's from New York, the trade talks have stalled with the Knicks and the Utah Jazz. They haven't talked in two weeks. So, Bryce, what, what's your reaction to all this and Donovan Mitchell, you know, possibly going to where we want him to go? It's the Knicks, man. What do you expect? They are they haven't won a championship since the seventies with um who was Walt Frazier and yeah. what who you say Bernard King. Bernard King, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you really expect from them? That you try to give them everything and they will end up spoiling it some type of way. Mm-hmm. So I I have no faith in the Knicks. They I don't see them winning a championship. I actually see probably I don't know, the Wizards went in a championship before them because yeah. they find a way to mess it up. Exactly, yeah. And that's the crazy thing about it because I feel like this was their best hope to contend. Yeah. This year, with a starting lineup of Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and um, Mitchell Robinson as Isaiah Hartenstein backing up Mitch, Like I feel like that could be a contender. I don't. They wouldn't be my favorite by any means, but I feel like they could be a top four or five seed. At least coming – in the future years for sure. Yeah. Exactly. And right now I really have no idea what the Knicks are going to be. I feel like they'll be lucky to be top six, you know, maybe a seven or eight with the addition of Jalen Brunson, but without Don shit, I'm not, I'm not that high of, of on them at all. And we did see Donovan Mitchell playing the Miami pro-am. Uh, you brought this up and that he, he looked pretty good. So uh, did you see any footage from that? By the way, I haven't asked you that. Yeah. I've, I've seen a little bit, like not much. I don't really, yeah i'm not either but i just i saw something i think it was like house of highlights or br posted they were like it was him and warm-ups he was like chunked it off the wall and windmilled it i'm like all right that's a guy i love and i think bam out of bio is playing in there too so i mean i kind of like a little uh what's the word they use tampering i kind of like that you know playing a little bit together i think i didn't watch it i know donovan mitchell and bam out of bio together probably look good and I, i assume that Jimmy Butler and Don would look good as well because you know how much, how badly we want him to go to Miami. That's the best fit. I think Miami should punt the KD thing, go for Don. But speaking of Jimmy Butler, he got a new hairstyle this week. This is what we come to in the offseason. We talk about their new hairstyles, but something this outrageous, we got to talk about. So go ahead, give your thoughts, Jimmy. Bro, what's up with this, man? A little bun bun action at the top. (laughs) Lunch lady action? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> got the um hair flowing in the wind. Oh my god! Off the PJ. <laughs> if it was anyone else like LeBron, imagine LeBron. Exactly. That would be hilarious. Exactly. But if it was anyone else, we would be on their head twenty four seven. But Jimmy Butler, he's a joking guy, so like he probably did it as a joke. I don't know, but um, it's hilarious. It's giving the off season some um exactly. Some some would say for sure and jv i feel like the thing i love about him he'd be here laughing with us and he'd be like clowning us right back because this is the kind of guy he is but my god i think he's being for real because the aesthetic ass pictures like the like blowing in the wind and then tying it up and then posting all this other stuff my god i love how you brought up the lebron thing too because we've all seen his hairline the past several years if he did it it'd be world war three because i'm like all right bro just shave your head we get it (laughs) You must be really bro, struggling Twitter, more than we know, bro. Like, <laughs> Twitter would shut down if LeBron put dreads on his head. 
Yes, bro. It would it would shut down for sure. I saw I was watching Jimmy Butler's story this weekend and he's in Colombia in the South America's like drinking espresso martinis and stuff. It was just he's having a good time, man. He's having a good time. Maybe it's because Donovan Mitchell is going to the heat. Who knows? <laughs> we we need it. We need it to happen badly, bro. But um next time uh we talk is gonna be Monday. Cooper and I are gonna be recording a a podcast tomorrow night. Uh, it's probably, I think, I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. We're probably going to react to some trades. Be, for, be sure to tune into that. Bryce, we're going to be talking Monday and Tuesday. So we got a lot, a lot of content coming up. Also, just, you know, before we go, we got to tell the viewers what we're up to this afternoon. Bryce, what you getting into in Dallas? You know, probably exploring a little bit. Probably trying to go see that new wing guru that they got just put out here. Yeah, All the Memphis fans know about that. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. You're making me think about Ching's up here in Memphis. I may have to slide through today. But uh, me and the other co-hosts, Coop, we are heading to a wedding today. So we're going to be uh, hey, trying hey. – we're going to be stepping or at least trying to be stepping in our suits hey, today. Hopefully some – yeah, I got to. Yeah, got to. Dancing. Hell, yeah. Dude, if I see <laughs> Coop dancing tonight, he's going on every one of my social – I may post a TikTok of it for all I care. I'm getting no hey, numbers. Hey. Yeah. It's my co-host. By any means. (laughs) Bryce is like, yeah, just send it my way. I don't care if you post it or not. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post it for you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, bro. I hope you have a great Saturday. Thank you all for tuning in this weekend. Y'all have a fantastic weekend.